Welcome, guys. This episode is going to be uh, with my buddy Lance. He, uh, what's it called, is back from the Marine Corps, and uh, he's going to tell us a, bit, a little bit about his life. What's going on, Lance? What's up, guys? My name's Lance. Uh, yeah, as Rodney just said, I just got out of the Marine Corps recently. Uh, I was in for four years, and my life is pretty solid right now. I've been going to college, just working, and uh, staying in the hospital. What are you staying at? What are you, what are you studying in? Uh, right now, I'm studying business administration, and then uh, I plan on transferring into a university for accounting. There you go. Yeah, so we're figuring it out. Well, what's do you have a business plan though? <laughs> so that's the hard part. Everybody has a plan. Um, but yeah, my plan is essentially just try to grind out those two years of school, and then after that, that is actually it, I want to say a pretty smart plan. Yeah, just focus on the schooling first, you know. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing about plans, especially when it comes to like school, work, or like life, life itself in general. Uh, I don't be- I don't necessarily believe in planning. I do think that you should just plan out simple things like the small things. Don't get me wrong. I'm not an idiot. But <laughs> when it comes to like mapping out your life like individually part by part, I feel like that's not only overkill, but you're going to be hit with something unexpected along the road because that's just how life works. That is how life. I can actually I agree with that so much. Um is that, has has that ever happened to you though? Like Oh, 100%. <laughs> I think, you know, Especially when I was younger, I liked to plan, you know, like when I was 16, I was like, I'm gonna get my license instantly. And like, oh, when I'm 18, I'm joining the Marine Corps, you know, that kind of thing. And I think that, like you kind of, you said, like life does throw curveballs. And that's why, like I said, my plan, school, that's all I got planned. There is no like, well, when I get out, this is what I'm gonna do. This is what I'm gonna reach out to. We're gonna ride that wave when it comes. But yeah, definitely it's happened to me where I was planning, you know, everything pretty much on like a, a day by day basis. And I just found it a lot more stressful. Well, I feel like life. I feel like it is especially especially if you're in school. Yep. And especially if you're also like not not only like working because like I was working two jobs and I was going to school and I'm pretty sure you're doing the same thing right now working yep. two jobs going to school, and uh, that's like part by part. Everybody has their own little little factor and stuff. And what most people don't understand, especially people that aren't from our generation, they're just like, well, why aren't you making it? Like for like for example, with my parents, they're always just like echale ganas. In other words uh what's it called put in more effort yeah <laughs> yeah put, put some effort into it <laughs> I th- well i think what a hard like the hard thing about especially our generation growing up in our our lifetime is is that technology i was you know i tell everybody like technology is a blessing but it is such a curse because as much as you put effort in there's always other people doing the exact same if not more as you and so that's why it's so difficult to be successful in our generation, I would say. That is also true. Everybody has access to everything. Now, here's what I have to say about that, though. And what I've noticed is that don't be afraid to not... Uh, uh, don't steal ideas, but don't necessarily... You don't have to be afraid of ripping them off, in a sense. Here's what I mean. Like, for example, when you invent something, when you create something, right? Mm-hmm. Most people tend to look up to that person because uh, they created that item. Or, or Like, for example, Thomas Edison, the light bulb and everything. Simple yeah. example. Just because it works does not mean it cannot be improved. So I would say take the basis of the idea of what you're thinking and make it better. For example, a car. What happened like way back then was when people used to ride uh, ride horseback or uh, what's it called uh, by wagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was like a super common thing. They would never thought like of an actual engine and stuff. Like yeah, people like would always themselves. Like... base it off of something like something minor. So yeah. if you can take the idea, especially with electronics today and take it with something minor and create 
and like know what you're creating create something that people will use that you think people will enjoy and make it expand make it your own thing uh you would technically be like the newest inventor of that thing yeah actually using like a basic formula of like essentially just another idea and escalating it actually there was something super interesting on that uh (laughs) that i i literally just read about it was of a guy who essentially um did the same thing as you know paypal like yes how it's just basically you know bank account online secure bank account whatever um a dude does that he like he does that but he only does it for commercial businesses that do more than 15,000 a month. And so now all these commercial businesses, like huge commercial businesses, like franchises, firms, whatever, um, actually are using this app or gateway processor um, as like a new thing. And he's known, <laughs> I, I, don't get me wrong, I don't know the name right now, guys, don't roast me. Um, but I, I don't know the name of him right now because I did, I was talking, you know, yesterday with my buddy about that. But yeah, but he's known as like this new founder of a new app for commercial, you know, I guess, transactions. Yeah. But he's getting paid tons by these companies. Exactly. Like, it's the same idea as PayPal, literally. That, that's literally what I'm saying is don't be afraid to take an idea and alter it. What uh, The basis of it is also like giving credit also where it's due. is It's like I took, for example, let's use Thomas Edison again. I took Thomas Edison's idea and I reworked it. I remade it into this. I revamped it. Yeah, right? exactly. So you could always alter it, especially with apps these days. Somebody already created the first app, so that's already gone. And multiple people have created yeah, now there, thousands, now thousands of, apps. of apps. Thousands of apps. So don't don't ever be like, oh, this has already been done. Okay, it's already been done, but now how can you transform it? How can you shape it into the way it's new? It's That's what creates the evolution of, uh, what's it called, of intelligence and advancement. Yeah, I mean, that's I like, yeah, I would say like, that's <laughs> technology in a whole right there. I mean... It's a trip. Actually, I'm just going to say, like, technology, if you think about it, like, something that, this is, this one's off topic. But, Go like, for it. If you really think about it, like, the man who's like, I'm going to create a camera. He had nothing. And then he's like, I'm going to figure out how to stamp light onto an image, image and capture it. <laughs> like, if you tell me, like, you know, back in the day before a camera came out, it's like, hey, I need you to create something that captures light and stamps it on an image. I'd be like. There's that's no impossible, There's right? No, I was like, you There's literally no just say that. That's like impossible. how that, how, you know, how, how is that possible? So yeah, it's just like one of those trippy things. I think that's the difficult part is like having the imagination in order to build off that. It's very difficult. And that's one of the things I appreciate about creative people. Creative people in general uh, always are on a stump because they feel like they can't create something new. They can't create something that's themselves reflecting because what I think it's just called a block or something like. Yeah, uh, like a writer's block. Almost. Writer's block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, basically. So when you have that moment, you need to go out and look out for some inspiration or some kind of idea. I feel like that, like an idea can always be shaped. It can always be formed. So if you don't try to actually like work around an obstacle, and this is also a matter in life as well. If you don't try to work around an obstacle, you're going to be stuck in that same situation. You're going to be stuck in that same spot because you're not looking at options. You're not looking outside the box. You're just focused on one avenue approach exactly for instance. yeah no that makes that makes sense i mean i was gonna say typically when i'm stuck on something or i'm trying to figure out something i force myself to go surfing and or i force myself to go like on a hike just get there out you go. get out of where <laughs> i am and just be like hey maybe if i think of something along the lines while i'm there then cool but if not at least you know i just got out of that environment and so yeah you gotta get something new in that head 100 percent. 100 percent. but yeah 
All right. So what are some interesting uh, hobbies about you? Tell the audience about you. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, sorry to go back to that before I got off, off topic. Um, oh, good. Yeah. So uh, I was born and raised in Southern California. Um, I, like I said, recently just got out of the military um, and I'm like an avid surfer. So that's kind of my passion. I've been doing that Surfing. since I was. Yeah, I've been doing that since I was like eight. Um, and, you know, it started as where I really sucked, like really badly. Practice makes perfect. Uh, yeah, practice does make perfect. Um, in no way, shape, or form, when I like, am I perfect now? I would still say I I suck. But decent, <laughs> at least. But I'm decent enough. You can to ride where, the yeah, way. Yeah, I can ride. I can carve and stuff. But like you know, oh my gosh, actually, crazy story. I was out the other day, and it wasn't like a crazy swell, but it was big enough to where you know people could have fun on them. And some kid, eight years old or something, nine years old, some youngster. This kid was hitting aerials off like oh, these, <laughs> these like two three foot waves. Like he was building the momentum and just like flying off them. I'm like, so like I'm not that good. But other than that, um, you're getting yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm an avid surfer. Um, and then other than that, I golf a lot. Um, that seems to be a thing nowadays. I, yeah. I see a lot of more people golfing. Yeah, it actually, I'm pretty sure it became like a really big thing during COVID. You know, during the <laughs> pandemic, because people are like. One is something that's isolating enough not to be around people. So they're like, well, what's a thing? And then golf came along. Yeah, and now every single person I know, like all of my friends, love golfing. So. Never once been golfing. Although I have been mini golfing and I have like practiced like it's like in schools and stuff, like back in elementary school, but like PE and stuff. Yep. You get like golf time and stuff. I never knew. It wasn't until we played Wii Sports I never knew the actual point system to golf. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I was going to say, when I first went golf, I was looking at it and I was like... Why, why am I losing? Yeah, I was like, I, was like I, I thought you were supposed to, you know, you want to get points. And they're like, nah, actually, the higher the stroke, the worse it gets for you. I was like, oof, all right, good to know. But yeah, so surfing, golf, and then uh, essentially what I do in like my day-to-day life is um, I'm kind of a nerd. Uh, I play... Oh, let's go down that path. I play a metric ton of video games. Uh, throughout my life, I started when I was five. First video game being Halo 1. Halo 1. Yeah. I think I think I told you this. Uh, yeah, I never played a single Halo game in my life. So, so, so disappointing. And I think they're making a series, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I they're mean, also making a series. I was going to say, well, the series is out, but like, yeah, they're actually making like a TV series about oh, it. Oh, TV yeah, series. Yeah, okay. a TV series about it right now, which is kind of like crazy. The only thing is, is that I've heard that they're not following like the main story of where I feel like where it goes. Well, okay, so when it comes to when it comes to this, a lot of people criticize not not like most of the writing. I want to say, uh, and here's here's my reason or my thought of why, because like when you when you write a book or in this case a video game, and you take it on screen somewhere, TV or uh, or theater. Most people who are fans of that series want to see, like, the base game play out. Oh, and, yeah. And see it, like, develop in front of their own eyes. The two problems with that is, one, sometimes the base story is too long, so they have to shorten a lot. Way too long. A lot of that happened within Harry Potter. Yep. Uh, the second thing is that the director themselves want to give their own little touch and spin on it. Yeah, Although I think add their own flavor. I feel like sports. that's a good thing to an extent (laughs) yeah because they can't change the source subject otherwise you end up with a movie like the last airbender (laughs) yo that i went there yeah that movie sucked (laughs) that movie movie was horrible no but yeah apparently that's what essentially what you said like i guess the director for any of you that play halo know halo master chief apparently he's going to be in the story but like he's not 
the main character. The main character, but like in the Halo franchise, like he is. it's Master Chief. Like you're following <laughs> him. Like that is it, solely it, until like obviously the later on series. I feel like that's a good thing though. Because yeah. that that way they don't touch on too much of the source material. And it's just like a I wanna say ride the wave kind of a thing. Like yeah. let's let's see where this goes. Let's see if if we don't touch Master Chief just yet, yeah. but he'll be like in an, as a cameo or, or yeah, something like that. Yeah, just to see if, it, like, yeah. if it does pop off, then maybe bring him in like later on in the series. Like, yeah. That makes sense. But yeah, so that's what I was saying. My first, <laughs> my first video game was at uh, five years old, the Xbox, the original, Halo 1. And it was a masterpiece at work, and it is still a masterpiece. I would highly recommend it. I, uh, I'm planning on eventually streaming these games because I am so out of the gaming world. I, I tried for a little bit, but I was like too caught up on not only doing this, but like, uh, I was doing, I was juggling way too much at once. So I'm going to, mm. I just basically brought it out and probably not, I'm not going to start gaming till about next year. Mm. Once I get more things settled, developed and yeah, 100%. I mean, yeah, I get that. <laughs> I feel like video games are also one of those things that it's like, you're not just sitting for like 10 minutes, you know? Like, it's like, if you're playing a story mode game or even a multiplayer game like COD, like, you're going to be sitting there for longer than most people. Most like people. An, most people, like, an hour. No, like trust two. me. I, I've seen people play for, like, 12 hours straight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've had those days where, you know, especially when I was younger, it would be, like, nine hours. I, so bad for you, but whatever. Hey, you're living to learn. There you go. When so I was when it. I was little, the first, okay, at least for me, when I was little, uh, I always had an after-school program. And I feel like most people should probably get an after-school program for two reasons, or three reasons, I should say. Well, the first one is because, at least for me, I cannot study at home. If I am home... Really? Yeah. Like, at all? No. Is your, oh, okay. All right. Like, if, if, I, if I'm home, I don't want to do homework. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to do anything that is required of me. That's However, fair. I would do stuff, like, for example, if, like, my mom needed help with, a, like, a s- simple math problem or something, yeah. instantly I would, like, help out or something, you know? Yeah. Like, reading a book, if I wanted to read, I would read. If they told me to read, I'm done. Well, it's, yeah, it's like, I feel like that's, like, kind of like, but that's, like, a, a psychological thing, I feel like. You know, yes. if someone orders you or demands you to do something, no, no one wants to do that. It's, like... I think it's just, like, human nature, you know? I, I, like it's definitely, I agree. But I feel that. Like, I, I, can, I can openly admit I'm the same way. Like, if I was home and someone's like, read. I'd, I'd be like, I don't want to read. No. Like, yeah, no I don't want to read. The, you know? the second reason is uh, mostly due to the environment I was in. For example, when I got home, uh, it was mostly, like... I want to say either a cleanup state or like my parents would always tell me to let's go do something. Let's get out of here or, or something, you know, yeah. or it was just my time to relax. I'm home. I don't want to do anything. That was just my thought. But if I'm at school, I do not mind because I am there to learn. So I, I will stick to that study of what I'm learning. That's why I would do my homework literally at school uh, and almost nowhere else. Actually, that's because if I can <laughs> give any tip to like any high schoolers. It's like if you have a short homework assignment, do that at school. Yep. So by the time you're done, you go home. You're already done. done. I was gonna say I used to, I was gonna say I used to do that with my math homework. I'd like if we were, if I was in like you know chem or something, and we weren't doing anything, it was just like hey study. Plus, like, time to do homework. The better point of doing that as well is because not only are you still in school in your environment in that yeah like, that natural area. environment of like wanting to get to stuff learn. done and study. The other reason is that the information is still in your head. 
and you can still continue to remember that from yeah, that day. It's like fresh. And you're not going home resting a little bit and like, uh, what's it called? Doing your homework later, procrastinating. That's one of the things I never, I only did that, I think, in middle school yep. where I procrastinated. But even then, I finished everything. In yep. high school is when I was like, what's it called i'm just gonna do all my work at home that oh not sorry not at home at school that way at home you don't can, do anything yeah i don't have to do anything i was gonna say towards the end of my school career that's exactly what it, was <laughs> it was just like I, the more i get done at school the less i have to do in my house right yeah and i used to procrastinate like you and i just remember i hated every second of it because it would be a saturday night and i'd be like all right i got some monday to write eight pages and i got the and that's it <laughs> you know the spongebob commercial where he's like the. the one the one letter and he's like the yeah, that's right. I've done that so much. I've never watched too much of SpongeBob. <laughs> it's uh, it was one of those shows that you know you turn it on and it's there and you're like, all right, but it's not something that I would actively go be like, yeah, I want to watch SpongeBob right now. I feel like there was a point to that whole story that I mentioned, but I completely forgot what the point was. Yeah, I'm gonna be real. Uh, I think we were going along the lines of why you would do homework at school, not procrastinate. Yeah, I gave the three reasons, but I can't get back. Reasons. There was yeah, there was a main reason. There was an overall the the umbrella. Well, I'll have to look back at that recording. But anyway, so, continuing <laughs> on. <laughs> moving moving on to the next phase. Oh yeah, I think we had something to do with like Halo. Ah, uh, that's fine. Uh, it was ne- Halo. Ne- next question. It was Halo. But oh, uh, it was the reason. It was uh the reason why you weren't. Nope, wasn't the reason why you weren't into video games as much. I can't remember. Oh wait. No, I forgot. Oh, yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyways, anyway. it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'll look back into that recording later. But moving on to an- another topic, I guess. Uh, so, you already established that you're in school, mm-hmm. right? Uh, first, how long do you have to graduate? So, that's the interesting thing. So, while I was in the Marine Corps, uh, I went to a place called American Military University. It's essentially like an online schooling that is... Um, accepts like all military personnel works really well um, and you get all your classes for free as well as all the classes you take I would say like 98% of them transfer into either a community college or university like the classes count you know yeah Um, college credit yeah college (laughs) credit but the only thing is is that you can only take two classes at a time that kind of sucks yeah so it's good to pace yourself yeah exactly (laughs) so it's like I mean the Marine Corps understands it's like you know you're taking two college classes they're also hybrids so they're only eight weeks or Oh, so you got to really, yeah, like... It's, yeah, it's like you're going. It's like, it's just two months of just nonstop assignments. And so I think the Marine Corps understands, you know, if we have two months, like two months where we're just going to throw out two classes at you, but you have field ops, you have, you know, a 16-hour day at work, you know, you have to go in on the weekends. It's like, they understand, like, hey, we'd rather have you be paced and not fail the classes. That's good. And waste your time. So that's one thing the Marine Corps really did right. Um, but yeah, so I got classes done there and then I actually, I transferred into Moore Park, um, which is the community college where we live and I'm currently finishing my business administration A. There you go. Yeah. And then, uh, the plan is, this is the plan for fall cause we're not, we're getting there <laughs> as, uh, actually I'm trying to transfer into either UCSB, Cal Poly or, uh, Boulder, Colorado. US, UCSB is actually pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. So my sister goes there. She absolutely loves it. Um, and the GI Bill would be really cool. You know, I'd, all my schooling's paid for. Um, you got to take advantage while you can. Yeah, honestly, it's like, it's like taking advantage. But the problem is, is like, I think coming from that, you know, that military, uh, that not necessarily military mindset, but like having 
the mindset of only doing two classes, you know, and that's how I started my college kind of career. Um, it's going to be very difficult for me to get into a university and then take a full time load of like, you know, five courses at a time. Yes. Yeah, so because that's not how my mind works. Yeah. No, 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 no. You always have to let you have to know yourself, first of all. Yeah, exactly. And know what you're going to do, know how much you can take and know much how much you are willing to take. Because the way I see it, if you don't know yourself as a person, uh, you're most likely going to be like, I'm going to go ahead and take four four classes this semester. Uh, what's it called? Probably, let's just matter, just like 12 to 16 units. Yeah. And we're going to say, like, I'm like, you've never really done this before. So, like, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. As much as, like, that's like a based out plan and stuff, and it might work, uh, you always want to look at yourself, see, say, am I going to be able to do this? If anything, look at the classes, get an introduction, get a feel from it. If it's not going to work out, drop one of the classes. There's exactly. no shame in dropping a class. Es- no shame. Especially, <laughs> especially if you know that you cannot do it or you're going to overwhelm yourself or you're going to take too much. There's actually, yeah, I was going to say, there's a side story to that. Uh, while I was at Moore Park, I told myself, I was like, well, you know, I kind of want to get this done faster. And so I only take two classes at a time because, like we said earlier, I do work two jobs and... I also, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I have like a lot of outside, you know, activities, church, you know, all that kind of stuff. And essentially I signed up for three classes and it was this one class um, where it was a hybrid eight week class. And I was like, I'm trying to get it done. And I logged on the first day and I saw that there was no joke, like not even lying here, eight assignments due on the first night. And it wasn't like a, you know, like a, hey, introduce yourself kind of deal. It was like, all right, the first assignment is introducing yourself. After that, you have to write a page about this, another page about this, another page about this, respond to, you know, whatever, this, this. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm dropping this. this. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know what? I, I think I'll take this on a later date with a different professor, you know? And so that's where I was at. And like you said, you know, I had no shame in dropping those classes because in the end of the day, I'm the one paying for them. So not only that, it, they say that your permanent record doesn't exist, but it by far does exist. Because oh, yeah. a lot of people say, like, whatever happened to my permanent record? It's still there. Yeah, it's there. They, they know what elementary school you went to. They know what middle school, what high school, what college. Everything. What job you Everything. got. <laughs> it's insane. But, like, no, no, no. I was going to say, like, it's, it's, it's just not, like, repeated to us just because, like, oh, it's just a mythical thing. No, it's the reason it's there is mostly so they can actually get you in court or see who and what is lying. Get basically get a full on background on you. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, when essentially when they ask you, you know, when you apply for colleges, they ask, "Hey, we're gonna do it. like not ask, but they say, "Hey, like we're gonna do a background check on you." And I mean, they did that for the military as well. Like, they <laughs> they looked. You think you think you know you know, and then they call and they have a question. You're like, "Yo, how'd you know that?" Like. I don't know. Anyways, but because no, uh, they the, had a similar situation happen to me in uh, a job interview I had, uh, where they actually looked like at my background like thoroughly, mm-hmm. and they're like, "It says here, I, th- I forgot the precise number. You're gonna be surprised by this too, but it says like you had 180 detentions in middle school, <sighs> and half of them I knew why. Well, not more, like yeah. more, more, <laughs> more than half of them I knew why." But uh, the the main reason of having detention for me is because my mom was struggling okay. getting us to school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, tardy or something. Yes, it's mostly that I was late. That's the most of them. I'm not going to mention the others, but anyway, most of them were because I was late. 
So, uh, like, I think his high school started at, like, 8 o'clock, I believe, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So he had time. But I didn't because my middle school started, for some reason, at 7.18. Specifically, that's super, 7.18. That's super <laughs> random. <laughs> First off, they could pick any number at 7.18 or 7.15? No, 7.18. 7.18. For some reason. Yeah, that's super <laughs> random. If I would I would be kind of annoyed and, if I and, saw and, that. And we got out at, uh, I think it was 1.48, I think. Or 248, I believe. I, I, can't, I, I, remember, I can't remember. I was going to say, I remember 248. 248 was definitely... 248 was or high school. Something yeah, around that. that line. But it's just random numbers. It's like, what? But And it sucked because uh, my brother would take forever getting ready. Mm-hmm. And I would always wake up at 5 a.m. Like, literally from... Oh, so like, you were ready to go. Yeah, and I was just waiting. And honestly, at that point, I'm thinking about it now. I could have just walked to school. <laughs> What's, what, I was gonna say what uh, middle school. I was in Palmdale at that time. Oh, I was Palmdale? living in Palmdale, oh, okay, so okay. it was it was a different. But you could have walked. You could walk there. At the time. Yeah, it was like three miles away. <laughs> Dude, three miles. Jeez, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be real with you. I would not walk that. I mean, like I would if I had to, but yeah, man, three miles in the morning does not sound like a fun time. Yeah, so my mom took us both at once because she didn't want to go drop me and then come back take my brother. She was literally barely getting, uh, like her license, like barely yeah. knowing how to drive. That's fair. So it was a struggle for her, especially to get me on time at school. So I just waited. So half the time I got detention for just being late. So you... And I still aced the class. I was going to say, so, I was gonna say <laughs> so they called you and they said, hey man, so what's up with the 180 detentions in middle school? Yes. Back to my interview. And I was just like, what? <laughs> yeah, you're, like, you're like, wait, wait, say, say that again? I was like, I never got detention. In, like, I was like, I never got in detention. I was like, wait. I was like, yep. Yep. Every single one of those detentions was marked down, yep. basically. So... The, the background checks, they do play into an effect to some extent, but they can keep on, like, searching your your entire background, even things that, like, I completely forgot I did for some reason. Like, one of the things that was pointed out to me was that uh, I got, a, a, apparently, and I didn't even know this, I got, like, three Saturday schools that I didn't show up to. Jeez. And I was like, when? <laughs> you're just like all right, all right, and I'm, right. no I'm, I'm looking through my back like I'm, I'm looking like through the back of my head because like i have a good long-term memory and i can only think of one saturday school that i did not go because my parents took us somewhere else i don't remember the other two whatsoever i was gonna, I was gonna say <laughs> in middle school i was a pretty what's the word i wasn't the best kid similarly and <laughs> i also remember that uh where a saturday school i did not attend it uh not because i didn't know about it just because you don't want to go. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to go. Uh, fun fact, if you ever have a punishment, don't not show up. It makes it so much worse. Uh, I got another Saturday school on top of that. So, yeah, uh, I was going to say, I feel your pain. I had a detention every single day of my eighth grade career. Makes sense. Yeah. I feel, I feel yeah. like it, that. Uh, that... <laughs> but mine was for something dumb. My, my detentions was because of uh, gum. Like that is something yeah, I never understood. I never understood it either. Our middle, my middle school, they just didn't allow gum on campus. So, like, if you had gum in your mouth... You got to the detention. So, like, I thought that was dumb, and I never spit my gum on the floor or anywhere, you know? So I was just like, why does it matter? Here's the thing. When I was going into high school, I almost saw nobody chewing gum. Yeah, exactly. But in middle school... But, I mean, everybody wanted to chew gum. <laughs> Every, you had those kids that were selling each stick for, like, 50 cents. And you're, yep. Like, yep. you're like, this is a, this is a steal. And, you, you know, you're older, and you realize that a pack of gum, you know, for, like, 30 pieces costs, like, three bucks. And you're like... I got all right, I got, I got actually, I got ripped off heavy. So, so I've noticed that like middle schools is where you could bait. I don't want to, like it, you're kind of like in a Godfather situation where it's just like, if you have everything, you can yeah. sell anything. <laughs> use, use your resources. Like 
like it's 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 interesting yeah because when you're in a situation where you're just a kid you don't really you're like introduced to middle school you're introduced to this environment personally i hate preteens dude <laughs> i don't think i think the mass majority of people feel hate pre- yeah feel that way with you you can't really pu- you know you can knock them out you know you can yeah you know you could slaughter them yeah yeah, yeah but yeah. you could you have the young, <laughs> younglings <laughs> my thought exactly uh, uh, but <laughs> they're just kids. They're just they they don't really give a damn about anything. Well, I think that's like the most interesting thing, and if you like understand like essentially how human development works, like as kids, like in seventh grade when you're like twelve, thirteen. First off, uh, I can openly agree with you that middle schoolers uh, blow. Yeah, middle schoolers suck. They're just horrible people, and <laughs> yeah, no, like you have your cool ones, you know, every now and then, but like. I think anyone can agree that seventh graders are probably one of the meanest people, like the meanest like age, like literally. I was I, I I think seventh grade is about right because most eighth graders kind of like what I see are already think like oh I'm I'm already going to high school yeah and they're just like, over it they're like yeah. whatever middle school is over they're excited for high school but like seventh graders are like oh well you know we're not the youngest at the school anymore. And we're old enough, you know, we, we're, we're above someone, so they're on, like, a weird little power trip. But, <laughs> no, I saw, you know, I was at work, and this girl was buying, you know, something, just like a regular drink. And some kid, I guess, they went they were, they were went to school together. They were definitely seventh graders, for sure, because they openly expressed it to everybody. Um, yeah, for some reason. Yeah, for some reason, they like to, to tell people that they're, yeah, they're like, hey, I'm a seventh grader. But no, uh, she was like, like, great, I graduated. What do you, (laughs) literally, literally. I remember, I'm sorry, actually really quick question. I'm not allowed. I shouldn't, I'm like, I can't cuss here. You can cuss anywhere. Uh, It doesn't matter. All right, cool. So essentially this is what happened because it's going to make the story way better. Uh, she ordered a drink. She puts her money down. I take the money and this one kid, I guess they were friends. I don't actually know. He's like, Hey, buy me a drink too. And she's like, I can't, that's not my money. My mom gave you that money. So I have to get the change. And the kid this like 13 year old kid looks at her and she's, he's like, I don't give a fuck about your mom. He's like, buy me a fucking drink. And you know, I think her name was, I don't know, Julia or some shit. And he was like, Julia, buy me a drink. I don't care about your mom. And she was like, what? And she like laughed it off. But I'm thinking about it. And like, if I had a child and it was, he was like a 13 year old kid. And I heard him say, he gets smacked so heavy, so heavy. That's just my personal belief. But yeah, like the filter or like, the they, brain activity that they think is like the yeah. hormones that... yeah the hormones are like you know what i can say this like it's gonna be okay but in reality like you look back and you're like yo some of the stuff or some of the things i said in seventh grade i would dude i would kick the shit out of myself <laughs> if i saw like seventh grade lance come along oh punks anyways it's it's, it's funny because like i said going back to like getting introduced in the introduction for the whole middle school vibe and everything uh at first, most people feel intimidated, right? Mm-hmm. I kind of had a, like a different effect. I felt like more of a defensive state where if somebody tried to mess with me, I would probably mess with them back. I still have that state. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> eye for an eye. <laughs> it's like eye for an eye, man. What's fair is fair. And the, the thing is, is that like growing up in like a, like a different middle school from this area, mm-hmm. uh, it kind of shaped me differently. Yeah. Because... I don't know the middle school in this area in Thousand Oaks and like the Ventura County around here. Yeah. Like everybody's different, but for the most part, they have this, the similar, like, uh, what's it called? Culture. I want to like say a stigma. Almost. Like a, yeah. 
because uh, like everybody still chews gums. Everybody still thinks that they are, they're like the hierarchy of. They're, they think they're the <laughs> coolest person in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I never thought that. I was always a loner myself. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like you're like, dude. I don't care about any of that. No, uh, I was like alone. Like uh, I was basically a loner, and people would only want to hang out with me because I was athletic. And uh, I could basically catch anyone. I was like mm-hmm. one of the fastest kids in school. People would only want to hang out with me and pick me for sports. Yep. And people would only want to pick me as partners in group projects. Because you actually did the work. Yes. Yeah. But in high school, it was a different story because I kind of let them all fail. Nice. But nice. <laughs> in, in middle school, I, I'm going to be honest, I did do basically all the work. Mostly because I wanted to, the, to get the grade and because I know that they were worthless human beings. Nice. That was nice. personally my, <laughs> nice. my, my that, point of view. <laughs> you, had a, you had a low-key vendetta and then you got them back in the future. Yeah. You just made them fail. So in, in middle school, I was just like, okay, just give me all the work because you guys are worthless. You guys won't do anything and I can do a better job than you. It's like, I, prom- I promise you the amount. So that- I did have that mindset. Yeah. Of- <laughs> yeah, 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 of course. Like the amount of, you know, hey, never mind. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, I definitely, I definitely feel that. Actually, crazy enough, super random. And again, kind of going back to, you know, just kind of how weird it is to grow as like a person. Something that I've come to realize, I wasn't the best student in middle school wasn't the best student as a freshman or sophomore as a junior i picked up my game you know and i started but as i've gotten older and now that like i'm in college i'll be in these group assignments or i'll be in like i don't know i just have like an assignment due i'll get it done right away but in a group assignment if someone like you know hits me up with a text like first off i'm an adult this ain't this ain't high school this ain't middle school as soon as you're 21 you're considered normally people say 18 but i would i I would say 18 is when you're learning a pre-adult yeah like I would so, say that's your probation period. 18 to 21, your probation period. Great. 21, you're a full-fledged you're, adult. You you have... You have yep. you, you, <laughs> you, you, if you can drink with me, you're an adult. And so... Uh, but no, and so, like, you know, I have these, you know, because I'll take... I'm still taking, you know, random classes, and some are GE classes, you know. Got to get that done. And I'll be in I'll be in class with some of these, like, 18-year-old, 19-year-old kids, which is... They're not kids, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're these people, and... <laughs> They'll ask to be in, you know, my group and then they'll shoot me a text and they'll be like, hey, just like, let me know when you're submitting. And I'm like, what do you, yeah, submitting, submitting my work? Like, what do you, like, what do you mean submitting my work? You mean what I have to do? And I was like, it's just one of those things where it's like, I don't know what it is, but if like people expect to just slide on by, that's just not going to fly with me. And I've noticed, and that kind of brings me back where it's like, it's crazy that in high school, I would be the guy I'm not saying I cheated because I've never cheated. I'm an honest man. Um, but with group of, you know, assignments and stuff. I don't think I ever cheated either. Like, you, I know people have the tendency to, like, look at other people's yeah, tests and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I cheated because I mostly knew the answers. <laughs> yeah, so it, but it's, like, one of those things. But it's, like, even in group assignments, like, there was times in the past, I won't even lie, uh, that in a group assignment I would slack off and I would kind of let more weight be put on someone else's shoulders because, for instance, like, chemistry... I blow at chemistry. I suck at it. I'm horrible at chemistry. Horrible. Um, and someone who's brilliant at chemistry can make my life very easy. And so they would ask me to be in their group, but I would tell them like, hey. I'm not the... <laughs> I'm not, not your guy, chief. I'll do like 15% of the work. I'm going to try my best. Whatever you need, I'll do. Just let me know. Um, because with that like situation, I can't do it. But with these people that are like, hey, like do this for me. Not the interesting same. Interesting story. It's just not the same. I don't know. It's like... Maybe that's just like a me thing, but like now that I'm older, I think it bugs me more when people assume that they can kind of have like a free ride, you know, it bugs me. 
Like, it bugs me a lot more than it used to because before, I didn't care. I was and just now like, you're just, man. like, seeing... But now it's just, like, an annoyance. It's just, like... Or even, like, you know, at work, it's those people that skate by. They do the bare minimum. They don't really care. You know, they just... They're there to get a paycheck, and they skate under the radar. And it's like, all right, cool, but then you have to do more work, and then you're like, all right, buddy. <laughs> all right, chief. Here's the thing. So, yeah, I don't know. Just one of those things. Sorry. Thank you for my tangent. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. You, you just reminded me of an interesting chem- uh, chemistry story back when I took chemistry. I think it was sophomore or junior year. I don't remember which I one. It was an inter- yeah. It was interesting because somebody actually came. We had a group project, right? Nice. And, uh, excuse me, and somebody came and wanted to me to be or in their group. And, I, and, like, I didn't have any friends in chemistry, so I was like, all right what are we doing just know it just just know that i will not be doing most of the work and if i do do most of my work and i can get it done without you guys i'm just gonna turn that in yeah, and, and leave I'll, you guys in the I dust that, leave you. that's yeah. how much i was in high school and he's just like and then he was just like no i am literally almost failing the class he's got like a d or d minus or yeah. something like that he's just like i'm not really asking for a tutor but like similarly with your He's situation, you to, like kind of explain like, ex- it. explain the situation because the, the I think I think it was like the uh, the end of the semester or like close to the end I think and we were studying water. That's all we were studying. H two O, it's H- like what H two O. Why do the molecules bond? Why 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 are they much uh, harder to pull apart with two uh, two solids right yeah. rather than just like sliding off or something like that? Yeah. That are much harder because the uh, uh, what's it called? Because the molecules literally grasp onto each other much yeah. much uh, much more. So it was simple things like that so i had to basically teach him the basis of it and for the most part this will piss me off the most uh i'm not even gonna consider myself a good tutor i'm not gonna consider myself like a good like uh what's it called person for helping this guy out it was yeah. just an assignment that we were meant to do it with just each other. so happened that he was yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, I got you. I think it was the way I explained things on a much basic level yeah right and comparing it to like everyday objects and stuff that he got it, and he got a better grade than I did. Because <laughs> I got I, I got an A, mm-hmm. uh, but I think it was like ninety or like ninety four. I don't remember the grade, but he whatever. He I think it's like he yeah, he, he had a, he had a percentage oh, like annoying. three or four I'd higher, be, and I was I'd just like, so how? Well, actually, you know what? I'd be happy. I mean, like in a sense, I would. I, I was gonna I, say in a sense, you're not like you. You said it. You know, you weren't his teacher. You weren't like a good tutor. But I mean, essentially, what you taught him made it, him pass. And I yeah. Mean, so uh, I did explain that to the teacher and everything because uh, she actually, like, I forgot, I completely forgot my teacher's name. But anyway, she told me, she's just like, did you by any chance, like, do all the work and everything? And, like, she, like, interviewed me because he never got a score this high. Yeah. yeah. And he was just like, I'm going to be honest with you. That was all him. That was every single <laughs> And part I was like, was I'm, just, I'm just impressed as you are. I was, <laughs> and then I thought about it. I was just like, and this is where I had much more of an appreciation for teachers and this is why I didn't like her as a teacher, mm. because this is what I've noticed. Because most of my things were independent studies. Like I would almost never listen to the teacher. I yeah. would just look at the textbook they're teaching, see what's going on Learning in the textbooks. Yourself. Yeah, and basically that's what college was. And college wasn't like that hard. I mean, I, that's essentially what college is now. Yeah, it's like a lot of reviewing and teaching. Sorry, but you no, you're good. And the reason why it gave me more respect for teachers is because if you can make somebody want to learn or find a way. For people to find their like way of learning, yeah. yeah, they will get, uh, they will pick it up much quicker. And everybody learns different, which is why it's so hard for teachers yep. to teach because they can't even elementary. Let's go back to elementary. They cannot teach a, a the a group of twenty kids. Like I, I think it's fifteen to twenty kids that they teach all the same way. Yep. 
because it's difficult for each of their personalities to grasp and stuff, which is why it's. Mu I, I think it's also easier for elementary teacher, teachers a little bit because at a young age, you can grasp their interest right there and then. And at that point, as they're growing, it is the student's responsibility to, to, to tell the teachers, this is how I learn. I was going to say, there's definitely, there's definitely a point to be made there, I would say. Like, there's a famous quote, like, if you judge a fish on its ability to climb a tree, then it will go its whole life believing it's dumb, yep. you know? And I thought that's a great quote, because in reality, it's like, we do all learn different. We all have different capabilities and different, you know, I guess you can say natural, you know, aptitudes for different subjects. But for instance, like you said, it's like, I think the biggest problem is in elementary school, you're you're young and, you know, a mind can be molded very easily. They're like sponges. It can. It can. It's insane how young children, like I never understood it, but back in the day, like I wish that, you know, I forced myself to read more as a kid because the amount of stuff you learn is insane and like actually retain. But something interesting that you, you know, you brought up was like, as you get older, it's the student's job to kind of like make it apparent on how they learn yes but what's interesting is that most people you know come i would say almost like seventh grade and so on those kids will actually stay quiet rather than say something and they'll just suffer the consequence rather than you know trying to figure it out which totally sucks yeah i but, agree but it's just interesting <laughs> it's interesting that you said that but no it's it's one of the things where in our society like we're just expected to learn these things like grow up so and <laughs> and with expectation, and this is the, the, the problem with the previous generation that I have seen. I'm not accusing everyone all, all, like who was involved. I don't remember the generations at all. Yeah, That's just I got me. you. I got you. I'm just like, but uh, the people in the previous generation always say or always say like you're expected to learn from this and grow up with this. Yep. And then, the, but they never consider the variables. In other words, for example, how the teacher is teaching um they never ex uh, explain like how i learn they yep. never explain how my peers are with me because yep. they just say if you're in the classroom with 20 students all 20 students should, should be about pick up the same yeah. you know thing but the... i mean then again you could have those kids that have like add ocd you know those those things P and then other kids distracting kids like you have yep. too many variables to account for yep. and it's that's why it's hard especially for elementary school teachers and then this is why in middle school they're like okay now you have to develop yourself but at that age, because hormones kick in and everything, you think that you're, or as as the kid, you're like you think you're on top of the world. You think you're either above everybody or just like, like in your own shell and you're stuff just, like that. There. That's when you're yeah. developing yourself and stuff. And teachers still have that like a, a, an expectations of you. And I can see it in middle school teachers that they're more annoyed. Yeah. Because of how kids act, and it's difficult for middle school teachers. I I. Dude, honestly, <laughs> I would say out of all the teachers, like out of like elementary high school, middle school, middle schoolers, teachers should get paid the most. They go through, like, just that age group. I wouldn't say get paid the most, but I would say get the most resources. Because it honestly Actually, does you're depend. Actually, right. That, is, that is a better statement. I refrained my statement from earlier. <laughs> I will agree with that. Better resources. I think it's just because the ages from what? What do you join sixth grade at? Like 12? I think it's 12. Yeah, 13. Think... Seventh grade, 14. Something like that. Yeah, because then you have four years of high school. So you're going in at 12 years old, you're 13 in 7th grade, and you're 14 in 8th grade. Those three years, it doesn't sound like, you know, it's just 12 to 14, nothing crazy. Those years are so crucial and, like, honestly, for just kids figuring out, like, first off, their identity. Even if 
like I'll be real. When you were in middle school, did you know exactly you're like, well, this is who I'm gonna be. This is exactly how I'm gonna do it. It's like no, you figure it out along the lines. Yeah, you could be either a more reserved or more extroverted person. I'll be honest. Or... I was supposed to be a quote unquote astrophysicist. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. I was supposed to be a quote-unquote geologist, so I feel that as well. Uh, yeah, but no, it's just like, I don't think, you know, I think it's a, I, I still keep my statement that middle schoolers suck. They're horrible. Yeah, they, they hate, but hate uh, yeah, they're just, they're, they're, dude, they suck. But it's just one of those things where it's like, I think that the only thing that we kind of lack, not lack, but that society deems is that that is such a crucial point in like children's lives. And for, you know, middle schools or teachers, I understand why they're annoyed. Yes, I can. Like, I completely see. I completely yeah. agree. Yeah. Like they, 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 it's not that their job is necessarily. It's hard. It's like their babysitting. But it's not. Time. Yeah. It's it's mostly that they're watching over the kids rather than teaching them. Yeah, exactly. Because they, although they do have expectations for them, it's their patience and, like I said, because you're a child, you're and at this point you're in middle school. You're in the middle, which means you either want to learn or you don't give a damn. It's like the middle <laughs> child. You know, it's just I'm, I'm the middle child. I'm the middle child too. <laughs> hey, we love that. Uh, but uh, now we come across to like, as soon as you you graduate from, or I think it's promote from middle school, basically, mm-hmm. right? You get into high school, and once again, most people just feel like babies, like going in. They don't know they're going yeah, into uncharted to square, territory. Back to square one yeah. for them. So it doesn't really matter at that point, but uh, then. Same thing in like sophomore. I want to say more of sophomores than juniors because honestly, juniors are put under the most pressure. Well, yeah, because I feel like that's like the most important academic year because like yeah. everybody knows seniors just don't give a flying fuck. They're just ready for that. It kind of pissed me off too in group projects because they didn't give a damn anymore. I was just like, I will fail you. Yeah, I, I, you will not graduate. <laughs> I will take your diploma away. I have the power. Getting a little sidetracked yeah, from, from my point, there was this one story that I was going to share with you. Two stories, now that I think about it. One is actually a lot more serious, but this one's more funny. Okay. Um, this one, it was my it was my ceramics teacher. Best teacher. Ceramics is so fun. Best teacher I've had. Uh, I don't think you've had him. We went to the same high school, right? You went to TO? Yeah, but they switched ceramic teachers, uh, I think the year after you left. Yes. Yeah, because that's when... Mr. Solwitz. Yeah, and then Miss Smith came in. He was, a, he was a great track and field coach, uh, and he was, uh, what's it called, in ceramics. One of the greatest things he's ever said is that, uh, like in, I think it was the second or first day of, of school, he drew a little happy face on the wall. Mm-hmm. little happy face. He got a ball of clay. And he just chucked it against the chalkboard. Yes, we still had chalkboards. He just chucked it against the chalkboard. Boom. It just like flat out on like the cheek of the of the yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. And then he says, like, who wants to try next? And then everybody started raising their hands. And then he was just like offered one student and then he threw it. Uh, once again, I think he hit him like right in the nose. He's like, ooh, bullseye and stuff. And then he takes out the clay and he slams it on the on the on the desk. And he was just like, if I ever catch any one of you guys throwing clay in my class even just a little smidge you will not walk your graduation <laughs> is, is over. over you will not walk that's actually a good lesson though I mean, like, <laughs> what a way to teach someone it goes from being super fun to just strict strict right oh. he's just like i'm letting you know this is the beginning of the course you will not walk how would you like to go in a home and just tell your mom your parents like hey mom and dad I'm not graduating because I failed ceramics. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so bad. That sounds like Ganya. Do you know who Ganya is? Uh, metal teacher? 
Meadows. Meadows? Like oh, me- yes, Meadow, yes, Meadow yes. Same way. <laughs> also, veteran. He was in the Marine Corps back in the day. But that man kind of had the same thing because people would always play with like the welders, you know? Yes. The blow torches. And if you ever got it close oh to somebody. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you're done. Instant he, fail. Wait, it's not, yeah, it's not even that, dude. <laughs> no, I think, like, well, his thing was like not even just like not graduating. I mean... Dude, you're you're, you're playing with like a blowtorch that <laughs> melts metal, you know, like you're gonna literally third yeah, no, degree burn somebody. Yeah, no, exactly. Like his thing was is like he would catch kids doing it, and it wouldn't even be like, hey, you got a graduation. Like he would get these kids like expelled. expelled. Like they're all those you know eleven years prior to them, you know, being a senior. Yeah, it was for nothing. Like, hey, dude, good so luck. That's one of the greatest things about about them. It was because like they took not only your senior year seriously, but like they also have to implement in your mind, you are not a child. Don't yep. act like one. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of like putting those that that moral compass in your head of being like, hey, let's have a conscience today. Right. It's like inst- instilling that conscience in someone. Only I think one person I think from my class didn't walk because of that. I think. Mm. I mm. think I don't even remember who they were. <laughs> well, on a on a more serious note, what was that serious story? Uh, okay, so have you ever had a teacher that would enforce? Not I. I don't want to say enforce. Well, kind of enforce, like uh, like religious beliefs and stuff in you. Yeah, like, you know how they're not supposed to, like, policy states that they're not allowed to, like, put any of their own words or opinions onto religion? Yep. Uh, yeah, but there's definitely been those teachers that either behind closed doors or... Or something, a, yeah. Yeah, or something, they they can say something without everyone throwing a fit. Yeah, definitely, I've been there. So I was, like, looking through the past of my, uh, what's it called, um, of my elementary school, of my middle school, of my high school and stuff, like, mm-hmm. just my, my life in general uh after school for elementary we would always go to this place to this church where we can do our homework right it was a catholic church it's actually not too far from here and uh it was just not a thing that uh i i I think it was a program from the school that it accepted i think i i can't remember if it's christian or catholic because i was raised catholic but uh regardless like we went there we were just supposed to do homework and like they drop us back but they would always have like small little prayer systems, small little like small small little details like that where we would just like pray to God and stuff. Which as a kid and growing up with that, like I had no problem with it. But it's just now looking back on it, I was just like, what if it was like a not only just like different religions and stuff, and like my parents didn't like okay with it, because when I was little, I I did not know race, I did not know religion, yep. I did not know anything Same. like that. It was literally you. just a blind thing. I was like, if you just put me in a room with random people i would just think these people are random yeah these people are just here with me yeah right you know i say it's a good and bad thing about like learning all that the good news is that you learn who you are you learn where you came from you learn you learn your ancestry you learn everything about your culture who you are your religion and everything but then the bad side is that if you get too sucked in like you were saying if you like drown these kids in in that you start disbelieving in stuff and not and like saying everybody else is wrong Here's the part where it gets a lot more serious because in middle school, we had a teacher, uh, our, I think it was our, our biology teacher, uh, who did not necessarily believe in evolution and basically said, yes, God created the whole like universe and stuff. And I was just left there questioning. I was just like, a biology teacher? yes, this <laughs> is a biology, a biology <laughs> teacher the wrong major. who did not believe <laughs> in, in evolution. They, they didn't believe in <laughs> they, science. They believed in what's it called? The small points of evolution. Like yeah. where, where like people like evolve generally like through slow time, like, th- progression, th- yeah, like pr- progression. progression. But 
they then they started getting to the stories of like how the big bang wasn't real that like uh what's it called you don't really need to listen to that part yeah. of science and stuff i was like okay and then I started questioning because science itself is my favorite like subject. Well, of right? course, it's like one of the only things. Isn't science just logically testing things? Like, Basically, so I always questioned my uh, what's it called, my teacher. And honestly, I should have like like thinking about it. I wasn't like smart enough to just go to the principal's office and say like, "Hey, this fool's forcing down like religion yeah. like down our throats and stuff." Because we never. The good news is, is like we never like had like a prayer or anything to, like yeah. to do with that. But he, uh, what's it called? He did, uh, what's it called? Um, just go on and say like, Hey, so this is what our textbooks are, are saying, but it's not historically accurate. accurate, which got me super confused. And so when I did learn his side of everything, I, I, the, the thing he hated when I asked was why, <laughs> yep. why does this happen though? You know, what's kind of crazy though, is like to think about like kind of the subtle, kind of like a subtle thing. That, like a lot of people don't shed light on but it's the fact of how how deep some people's teachings and or opinions can go so like for instance it, like kind of similar to that story i knew a teacher that extremely political and yes. teachers are not supposed to be political because for them to push their political views onto on students, students is like i'm pretty sure it's illegal yes I was gonna say, i'm pretty sure that's super illegal and one of my teachers when I was actually a junior, aka never mind when I was a sophomore, senior, I'm not going to give the right answer because I don't <laughs> want to get this teacher in trouble. Actually, it doesn't matter because I had multiple teachers that year. I was a junior and this one teacher actually forced like politics upon us. And this was during the, uh, the election when Trump was actually coming to office. Yeah. And it was, it got really bad. You were in middle school. No, you were no, in, was in high, high school. school. Yeah. yeah I was in high, high school. school and she just... She was going on and on. I, and I on. know exactly who you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> she was going on and on. It was it was a woman, but she was going on and on and on about, you know, how he was a horrible man and like all this stuff. And now don't get me wrong, I believe in freedom of speech and whatever, you know, I don't care what side you're on. There I was gonna say there's actually a difference for what people believe freedom of speech is exactly. versus where you can actually use it. Exactly. So that's like <laughs> that's the difference is I'm a constitutionalist personally. I believe in just your rights. I don't sway right or left. I'm just there. My <laughs> thing is, though, is like, I do believe in freedom of speech. I believe that anyone should be able to say whatever they want. But like you said, read the room. Read, <laughs> read the room. You know, a high school classroom with 30 students, you know, trying to figure out politics in their own way. Because let's be honest, in high school, you couldn't been like, no one's like, yeah, I'm a... I'm a hardcore conservative. Like I'm a hardcore. I think they could. Some people are. Well, they actually, could, yeah, but you yeah. Know, yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, but yeah. most people aren't educated to the point where they're like they can have an actual debate and conversation about you know no. policies and all these things. That al that also not only has to do with the teachers, but also with the parents as well. Yeah. Because I feel like if if we're a country that has to say like, okay, you have the right to phrase your own voice and stuff. You have the right to to like speak up for yourself. I agree with that. Uh, the thing is, is that when influencers or people in general start to influence your own choice, your own decisions and stuff and tell you who to vote for, yep. and yes, they might give a small definition of why, but if you yourself do not look up, like for example, like do your own research. Yes. Not only just do your own research, but if you just believe, for example, if, if you do believe Trump is doing the right thing, go vote for Trump. Although I might not say, I might say he's not doing the right thing don't vote for trump yeah. kind of a thing yeah exactly i uh what's it called i will voice my own opinion but i do not want you to be telling 
others that he, this is the reason why. And if you could state a fact of a, a, like a, legitimate, a legitimate fact, fact it has to be corrected. It has to, well, not uh, like reviewed, reviewed, yeah, yeah, peer yeah. review, yeah, yeah, yeah. Has to be reviewed, and if you can say that, I was like, okay, I can understand you. I respect your decision, but if you just say because he's better, that's not an it argument. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't give me any foundation to work with. Yeah, it's like I have you know tons of people. They'll come to me and talk to me about politics, especially um, because I was in the Marine Corps. Um, the Marine Corps is again very politically known to be on one side. I'm pretty sure everybody yes is aware of which <laughs> side, um, and so politically they're they're usually on that side, but. What's interesting is that a lot of people ask me, they're like, oh, so Lance, like, what are your thoughts about Russia, you know? Or like, what are your thoughts about all the things that are going on in California? Like, with all these mandates and stuff, and I'm like, dude, I'm just here. Like, I <laughs> I don't care to fall into that stuff, you know? But it's like, it's these people that are trying to force their opinion onto me and be like, well, I think you should believe that too because that just sounds right. And I'm like, well, I don't know, I don't know about that one, Chief. So no, I can definitely, I definitely feel that. No, it was, it's, I've like, I'm glad that we actually had like people that actually come up to us, uh, explaining their situations or their like viewpoints Mm -hmm. and like comparing them up to us because that kind of proves that like we're, we all have different opinions and I, I like that. What I don't like is I don't want to say activists because activists are kind of just like, uh, pushing their own things. The problem is that when they start either getting a little violent or getting a little aggressive. I can agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with, like, the violence or aggression. I also... Or fear. I was just saying, (laughs) between me and you, like, I can openly say this very, very proudly. Uh, I hate cancel culture. I think it's one of the... uh, I'm not saying one of the stupidest things. I just think that a lot of people try to exaggerate a lot of the situations. Don't get me wrong, some of them are horrible, and I agree. I feel like just people need to listen a little bit more. Yeah, but you know, if I, you know, I'm not going to get into it too deeply, yeah. but uh, <laughs> the only thing I'll say is that I think that's the only thing that sucks is that, for instance, a lot of people want to engage my opinions because I was in the Marine Corps, but if I say something that they don't like, they're then they're literally... instantly, they're instantly like, oh, well, that guy thinks this because he was in the Marine Corps, this Marine, and I'm like, dude, what? Like, no, I just didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> thing is is that people are especially like what i've noticed is like during covid people are now more open a lot more open and showing like pe- like their true colors and their true personality oh, and 100%. stuff so i feel like that had a, not only a huge impact but like a lot of people i see a lot of people like losing friends because like oh uh you weren't with me so you're against me kind yeah. of thing and that's the kind of mindset i hate with dealing with an absolute mindset, we're like only sit dealing absolutes. Th- there you go. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, there you sorry, go. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Reference. <laughs> sorry. But yeah, uh, what's it called? I ne- I do not think that you should ever have an absolute mindset if if it's not factual or proven, basically. Yeah. And like for example, science is like almost like I I don't even want to say absolute either because science is also always changing, but. When it comes to like politicalness, religion, when it comes to uh, like um, like race and like everything, mm-hmm. like people have their own opinions on everything. And I'm gonna be honest with you, you can think whatever you want about anybody, but I feel like you should have the respect to not say if you're gonna like. You ever seen Bambi? Yeah. You ever you remember Thumper? Yeah. You, there's this one line that that his mother said where it's like, if you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and I feel. 
that I live like a huge, huge thing with that. You because, live by that. I, I kind of <laughs> do. There's like a low key the sub the subconscious of like that is in your mind. That oh okay all right I'm gonna explain of why this is in my mind uh real quick. Uh, when I was little, this was like when I was like four or five. All right. Yeah. I had no filter nice. in my mouth. Nice. <laughs> Just say how you feel. Literally, like if somebody was overweight, I would say you're fat or Jeez. something. No, like I had no filter. Jeez. I had no filter. <laughs> you didn't care. You were a kid. No, I was like a kid, and I didn't care, and I only cared about like myself, like yeah. growing up, and that was a something small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Now the only per- other person that has that in my in my family is my youngest brother, but he's even learning now to deal with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you filter it through. And when I when my parents talked to my kindergartner teacher, I believe, um, they were saying like Rodney is saying stuff that he shouldn't say. It's like, what is he, what is he saying? It's like, ah, well. Uh, so they they told me, and my mom got mad at me because I remember with that day, like she was like yanking my arm, and she was just like, why did you say that and stuff like that? Like you're not supposed to say that. And then she literally quoted Thumper. Uh, what's it called? She's like, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. So that kind of was implemented in my mind. And since then, I became yeah, the quiet. It just, it just stuck. I, I became the quiet kid. Well, see, isn't that kind of like, but here, again, human development is crazy. <laughs> that one line that your mother told you changed your entire perspective of who you were going to be as an adult. Yes. Isn't that insane? That's, that's a good thing, though. Yeah, at uh, that, no, yeah, of at course. At that it's, point. It, was, it my, was a good thing. From, yeah. You grew out of that unfiltered stage. But yeah, no, it was just, uh, that's crazy. Because like after that, like they were always like, Rodney, what's your opinion on this? And I just sh- did not say anything. I <laughs> never said just, anything. Just holds up the okay sign. <laughs> Thumbs up. It's like, all right, solid, solid. And now, like I go, I don't go around doing anything. But if somebody is spreading misinformation or something like that, I would do my best to first look up the information and have like a civil debate. Yeah, like, like an educated debate. Yeah, like I w- I'm going to tell you this quick story uh, real quick. Uh, like I said that. But yeah. <laughs> uh, at when I was working at Target, this one guy was like ex- extremely racist, right? Ooh. And he was just like, he, he literally walked up to my register and he just said, well, how many, uh, what's it called? How many people or how many Americans did you take this job from basically? And I was just like, I don't know, a couple hundreds considering the fact that they're Euro-Americans. And then he was just like, what did you just say? And yep. I was just like, well, I don't know. Where's your ancestry from? <laughs> it's like, so where, where are you? Are you from Scotland? Are you from this? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I yeah, named yeah, like exactly. a whole bunch of places. And he's just like, and he's just like, no, I meant like people who are actually born here. And I was just like, oh, so once again, I asked you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly. And it was just like reversing the conversation. And then he's just like, you, you do not want to go at this with me, with, with me, boy. And I was just like, really? I'm often like six minutes so 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 it's like as soon as i clock out i could sit with you like right over there that's what i think back when target still had the little cafe area um so we actually did (laughs) really you actually had like a full-on debate with this guy yes a full-on debate and like an actual civil conversation because i was just like sitting there and i was just like let me just get like a drink or do you want anything you want a drink or something like that and then so you de-escalated the situation yeah and we literally talked for about an hour maybe like a little more than an hour uh, but we, he was actually, it was interesting because I, at this point, I want to say that, yes, he was ra- like, I, I want to redefine racist mm-hmm. to see what he means. Right. Yeah. Because at this point, he, like during our conversation, it had nothing to do with our first encounter because his views on like being an American, right. Was not only were you born here, right. Mm-hmm. Anybody who's born here, he considers an actual American. Anybody who's not born here is not considered in his eyes an American. But the only way he, the only way he can see that is through skin color, and I was just like, okay, well, what makes you think 
people are white like in general are going to be an Americans. Like for example, he just assumed I was an American because of my skin tone, because of my skin color. And I was just like, well, personally, it is my like sight basically to see uh, whether or not you belong here or not. Because yeah. uh, personally you, you looked uh, what's it called? You looked Mexican enough to basically cross over, get some kind of an internship for school or something like that. And uh, what's it called? Try to work over here rather than just going and getting an education in your own country. Mm. And I was just like, that's actually an interesting point because most people who are like, um, like he said, he said most people who are Americans want to graduate and like study and like move up only in this country. And I feel like most people should stay in their countries and uh, what's it called? Lift up. So it's not like he's like saying that Americans are better. His point of view was saying his, uh, his, uh, what's it called? His point of view was saying, he does not want Americans to just be left at the bottom because he sees that they suck in math, they suck in science, they suck in a lot of things. So he wants Americans to literally progress. Like progress within their own country. Yes, within sense. their own country. Okay. So like he said, like sense. if you were born here, which I mistaked, he, he apologized because which I mistaked you because you said you were born here. So it's like, I guess I now have to believe you. I don't know. But like personally, he's like personally, I would like to see a birth certificate and all that crap, and you know, yeah. He's just like, I just want to make sure, and I was just like, I, and personally, and I told him the same thing. I would like to see yours. So if I show you mine, you show me yours. We have a deal, and he's just, he's just like, I'm cool with that. But he's like, if like let's just say like we went back down like three generations, like if your great great grandparents want their country to be better, like in Mexico, yeah. why don't they progress in Mexico? Why don't they make their numbers better? And I was like, that's an interesting viewpoint, and it was a great discussion to have. Yeah. The only problem is I had to like call him out for what his statements were meaning for us from yeah, from at a first. yeah like, from okay. a society's perspective, basically identifying him as like a racist kind of a thing yeah. because of saying the race because That's of that and it was an it was an I amazing mean, conversation. I'm gonna be real, I was gonna say I think I mean it's pretty solid that you called him out first off because most people, especially like let's be real in our generation, um, I'm not saying that our generation's filled with a bunch of soft people, but they it are. Is. I'm not gonna lie. It's, they are. <laughs> we have our generation's extremely sensitive and soft, and most people would have just been like, "Huh," and then like looked back down and just like ignored them, or like give. No, well, that's fine. Camera's good, but camera, uh, camera, what's it called? Camera. We can we can still we can still record. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. yeah. So uh, other than that, um, I lost my train of thought. I forgot what I was. You're good. You're that. good. That was such a bummer. Sorry, I was looking at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Um, just letting you guys know the camera died on us, but for the most part, we got the recording. We got the audio. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's essentially it. But I mean, in the end, I think that, oh, love saying, I think that that's the only kind of thing that, that kind of sucks is that, well, I mean, I, that's a whole new can of worms that I could open. I just had a whole conversation in my own head. Damn. Right? No, it's, it's, it's a thing that I, I feel like everybody should always identify the situation, see what you're going to do. If you're gonna fight, fly, run away, like I don't know. I yeah. guess fly. Never mind. But yeah, I mean, I don't know whatever. <laughs> but uh, what's it called? Identify the situation. See what you're gonna do, and I, I analyze the person. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, he's how old was he? Did he, did he, did he I want to say fifty to sixty. I remember oh, so that he was age. an older guy. Yeah, like, at the time he was an older guy. Okay. Yeah, so probably I I spent I was like almost almost like. Six or seven years ago, mm-hmm. so he's probably like seventy by now. No, I don't know. Yeah, he, like, he was on the he's on the yeah, other side. He though. was on the other side, but it's interesting though that also generation, like the generational difference, you know, yes. because people in our generation would never walk up to a person in Target and be like, "Oh, so you know, what job did you take? You know, this, who, whose <laughs> job was, did you take this from?" And you're like, Bruh. 
you know? No, literally, it was it was an amazing conversation. I, I liked the conversation. I would honestly, whenever people accuse me of something, I would always like to have a conversation of why they think that is. Because mm-hmm. for me, um, I was I was always curious of people. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I think it's just one of those things where it's like it's always interesting to hear the perspective and viewpoint of you know how other people think or process or perceive things, especially like I don't know. Like I said, if that dude in Target came up to me and was like, he said that to me, I'd be like. All right, dude, I'm gonna clock out. We're gonna step outside. And we're, gonna set, we're gonna settle this real quick. But that's just how I would take it. I don't think I'm gonna be real. At the time, I would not have had the mature, like the maturity, or the mental state to be capable of doing what you did. So, like, kudos to you, honestly. Last thing I want to talk about because now that you kind of brought this up, I kind of like saying this to everybody that I meet. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, this kind of in kind of in, uh, what's it called lets me see your train of thought and lets me see your mindset a little bit Sick. so if you're just walking down the street this mm-hmm. is a small analogy okay but i usually with people's first answers it gives me their first instinct right Solid. Hit me with it. all right you're walking down the street and a random person just punches you in the face okay. and then you see them coming back for another swing what do you do what do i do i take them to the floor okay wait how Oh, uh, what depends? Are they like standing right in front of me, or did I just get decked hard where I'm I'm rocked, like I'm wobbling? Let's just say it's, it that it's like a small like like a small like they hit me, they're going for another one. Yes. There's, like, there's a lot of different variables, obviously, like how big they are, they have size, you know, that whole thing. Like they seem like they can fight. That is all I needed to know. It's just okay. It just depends, <laughs> and the reason I mean it, the reason is because if it's like a six seven dude that just decked me, I'm gonna swing back. I'm gonna try to take him to the floor, but like. It's just the probability in my own head of would it be better to swing? Would it be better to take him to the floor? Would it be better to duck? Would it be better to book it? It's all dependent. It's variable. So all dependent on variable. what that told me, <clears throat> like a second analysis right now, is that you would look at your options and look at your surroundings. You yep. mind your surroundings, yeah. which is a good thing. Yep. Because what most people would do or what the most, the, the biggest answer I would get is swing back is e- either swing back or run away. Yep. And that tells me that like if you see a problem in front of you, yep. that is how you're going to deal with the problem. Whereas you said, "Oh, this is what I'm going to like I'm going to analyze this. I need to see the full factors of yeah. what I'm dealing with because I gave you like a very yeah. vague you're like vague some situation. dude walked up to you, punched you. What do you do?" Basically. Yeah. So, I like how you ask the questions back and it's like, "What's the full situation?" Yeah. It's just, I mean, but that's just, like I said, that goes back to, you know, like military and me just <laughs> being like, all right, what can I do to, you know, obviously have the best probability of me being successful. Right. Come down to it. But yeah, that's the basic gist of that conversation of like, what do you do in this situation? Because as soon as you can analyze it yourself, personally, when people ask me, what would I do? I would talk. Really? Okay, man. Why'd you, why'd you do that? Basically. Let's, let's not hit me again. <laughs> like, if they, obviously, if they could, like, after that, if they come back for another swing, I'm going to go back swing and okay. fight. But for the most part, I would have a conversation with them of why, what's going on, like, what's... You know, it's crazy. And really quick, because I know, you know, we're coming to the end. But we're coming... I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would say the crazy thing, have you ever heard of uh, Kotar, like, Nice Deal of the Public Star Wars game? No. Well, in the, in the, in the game, you know, you, you, you evolve as, like, a jedi who's just learning the way and like you have to pick between like the blue lightsaber the yellow lightsaber obviously you know that different colors mean different things the yellow one is like a sentinel and they're literally all based on logic and talking rather than fighting <laughs> so that's what I, that's what i was thinking i was like dude you'd be you totally have a yellow lightsaber personally i'd want a blue one but yeah, that's, just... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like obi-wan dude you know De- defense is everything 
But yeah, anyways. All right, Star Wars topic for another day. But for the most part, thank you for joining us, Lance. Yeah, I appreciate you for having me, man. And uh, this was fun. Hopefully uh, you guys uh, enjoy it. Say goodbye to the audience. We'll see you guys next time. Hasta la pasta. Hope you guys enjoy.